Good evening. This goes out to all the sexy people on a hot date right now, experiencing that new, exciting chemistry, those warm, tingly feelings, the anticipation of that first passionate kiss. Ooh, that didn't go as planned, did it? Another bad date? Don't worry, it wasn't in vain. All bad dates lead to great stories, and we want to hear them. Join Megan and friends as they regale you with tales of their own dating disasters, and lend an ear to yours. You'll also get advice from professional counselors, sex therapists, celebrities, and fellow daters to help you navigate through that crazy jungle of love. It's funny, it's sexy, it's unfiltered, live, and unscripted. It's The Bad Date Show. Welcome, 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 everyone, to The Bad Date Show. I'm your host, Megan, and joining me on this fine evening are two studly, handsome fellows, the sizzling L.A. actors, oh so talented, oh so studly. Fellas, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Berkeley Pickle. And my name is Matt Swain. <clears throat> you know, Matt, they can't see your poses. Well, I'm you? still going to pose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the pose comes across in the voice. Yes. They can hear the pose, and that's what's important. Are y'all hearing this one? It's a really good one. Oh, yes. Oh. Hello. Hello. So, so nice, Matt. Oh, <laughs> you should put that on your business card, you know. It is. So, spring fever. Spring has sprung, and spring is upon us. I have a theory that certain seasons yield certain <clears throat> things, shall we say. My theory is that certain seasons cause people to be more randy versus, say, others. What do you think about that, guys? The tidings of the season be with us, I suppose. There's too much change going on. Maybe it just throws everyone off. I don't know. For me, it's usually just allergies. <laughs> Well, that's probably a line that happened on more than one bad date for you, huh, Berkeley? Yeah. <laughs> Are you crying? No, it's just allergies. <laughs> it's just spring. It's so beautiful. Spring has sprung in my face. <laughs> I'm convinced that spring makes people a little um, adventurous and hornier, to be frank about it. <laughs> and I think it's because... We're kind of like in a hibernation mode throughout winter. We slow down, our bodies slow down, nature slows down. And I feel like when it all thaws out, you know, nature blooms and, you know, people bloom with it. And I have a feeling that it leads to, you know, more, um, more intimacy, more dates, more disasters, more successes, more sexual encounters, and it causes people to be a bit more adventurous. Um, would you fellows agree or disagree? I would. And ever since I was a kid, I always just like associated spring with like rabbits. And like the thing about rabbits is they just go to town and make a hundred thousand dollars. We all know what rabbits mean, oh yes, oh yes, oh. it is the symbol of fertility, after all. Yeah, so that's right? what I learned about spring. <laughs> I think of a, lo a lot of it's just the warm weather, too. Like, coming from Canada, people people are very polite and standoffish, and then um, you go to a warmer place, and not not, not so much. That's just... right. Do they have spring in Canada? Berkeley? Yeah, it's it's very brief. 
So, Are you sure it's not still winter? Uh, currently, it. Uh, I haven't checked with my friends yet, but it, it might Did be. Did they all die because <laughs> winter came to Canada and never left? Uh, no. I Do, does it snow in the spring? Uh, it depends with global warming and Chinooks. There's and no spring, is there, Brett? El Nino. There's no spring There's in it's, Canada. It's a, a little. Bit. It's a little bit. Is summer like a week long in Canada? <clears throat> I've heard tales. It's like at least a month. Those that survived came back and told tales of the barren wasteland of Canada. The few who survived. It's you. <laughs> You're the one. You made it out. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought in honor of the season, our fertile, squirrely, rabbity season of spring that it is, um, that I would tell a bad date story that happened in spring. Ooh. Yeah. And Ooh. I am, con- and the story always stuck with me because it was so bizarre, and nothing like it has ever happened to me since, before since. And I thought, you know, what on earth, you know, wh- why, why, why? And after some thought, I realized, you know, spring has an effect on people, and I wonder if this is why it happened. Yup. I must wonder. The rabbit. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Yes, I would. <clears throat> Once upon a time, two fair springs ago, I went on a date. And it seemed quite normal in the beginning. Met for a cocktail or two. The lad seemed normal, you know, had a good job, looked healthy and clean and didn't say crazy shit. That's so I thought that... Well, there's your first red flag. <laughs> well, for L.A., I thought, yes, finally, like someone who I can relate to. This is going well. Because mm-hmm. I could, you know, talk for a whole two months on the dating disasters in L.A. alone. So when this date came along, I thought, oh, good, good. <laughs> Yay, goody. So date's going, going well. Had a couple of drinks. And... He says to me, we had met the, at a, a hotel lounge, and it didn't, this wasn't a red flag to me because this particular hotel bar was very popular and people went there all the time. Sure. Without having a room. Well, at the end, when it was winding down, he did mention that he had a room. That's when the red flag went up. And I was like, okay, you live in LA, dude. Why did you get a hotel room? Yeah. You're clearly trying to get lucky or Oh, whatever. no. So I, I, I was prepared for some shenanigans because, you know, I didn't want to put out on, on this particular first date. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. That's like, you know, a few hours into the first date. Yeah, date. exactly. Hello. At least two cocktails. two cocktails. Yeah, see? So we go back to the room and he lured me there because he was like, oh, but I, but I bought you something. I have a gift. And I'm like, well, if you have a gift. On a first date. That sounds legit. <laughs> of course. Had and you been talking for a while first? We had been talking for like a couple of weeks. We met at, a, at an art show. So I was like, we met organically. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Because if it was like a, a first, first date, then oh, just like wait. a gift is a super. Just wait. Okay. Wait I'm excited. Wait. So... So we, we go back to the room, and I was like, well, you know, I'm not going to have sex with this guy, but I will go get my gift, so help me. <laughs> so I go, and, and he gives me this amazing gift. And I was like, he didn't lie. This this really is a gift, oh. you know? And, like, flowers and chocolates, and he had, like, a book. And I was like, okay. that's, that's a bit over the top for a first date, but maybe it's because we've been talking for about two weeks, and it's the equivalent of perhaps whatever he's thinking. I don't know. It's a gift. I took it because... I can be bought, my friend. Yes, I can be bought. me as well. So, you know, I'm like, okay, he did get me 
gifts, I'll at least make out with them. So we start making out. You know, I've made it clear that there are boundaries. I'm not removing any clothing. Yep. And, you know, he's trying to get a little hotter and heavier, and I'm putting on some of the brakes. And out comes gift number two. Oh, good. I was like, well, <laughs> what do we have here? He's like, well, this is a little something special that I thought we could try out. <gasps> okay. Uh, I open this gift, uh-huh. and it is a set, a set of graduated butt plugs, Ooh. starting from very small all the way from number one, all the way up to number eight, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. A set of butt plugs. Never, like eight, I didn't eight know they pieces. came in a set. Yes, eight separate butt plugs. So you can you work your way up. in varying sizes, working your way up to, you know, I don't know, one through eight. Because he didn't know. You, eight was no joke. Okay, so, so I was like, oh, wow, this is... This is date number one. Yeah. Like, but gift number two. <laughs> right. Gift yeah. number two. Yep. No pun intended with the number two. Oh. I went there. So so I was like, well, okay. Um, I, I'm just not sure uh, about, well, you know, I was stumbling over my words, very shocked. I stumble over my words now when I think of this gift. <laughs> and finally I was like, look, I... Uh, this is a bit much for date number one. I, I'm not even a really big fan of the back door anyway, but, you know, hell, I'll try anything once. But I feel like this is a bit much for date one, and I'm not comfortable with it, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to close the set of graduated butt plugs, and I, I, I can't do it. He said, oh, no, those are not for you. Uh, <gasps> I knew it. I knew it. I, was I did about not. To ask. Nope, and, didn't see that. <laughs> needless to say, I did a prompt about face, thanked him for the evening, and went about my way. So, wow. yes, people, spring does crazy things. But, does but wait, wait, things. like, during the two weeks, had photos been exchanged? Not dirty photos. Okay. Like, there was... We already knew what we each other looked like. Yeah. You know, like, I think we'd sit like, like, oh, me hiking. But nothing, nothing naughty. No, nothing naughty. At nothing that would have led to that. No, no. <laughs> there was right. no pre-conversation like, No. I'm into butt plugs on myself. Right. Right. No. Nothing. no. And he seemed very square. Okay. It's well, all I think that's ones. a red flag. That is the red flag. Like, clearly everything is a fucking red flag <laughs> in L.A. Like, you can go on with the weirdest looking mofo or the squarest looking mofo. They're all freaks. Get... You're going to get similar results in the bedroom. Because, like, the the more normal you seem is just the better you are at hiding it. And so, like, the more repressed your upbringing is. And so then when you get out from that repressed upbringing, the more you rebel from that and the weirder you become on the inside. It's always the quiet ones. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? Someone was weaned too quickly from something is all I got to say. <laughs> but... Yeah, so that was a very bizarre spring date. Um, mm. Do you have any spring bad date stories you'd like to share? <laughs> well, are they as juicy as the butt plug? I well, I don't think, I have anything I don't think anything's as juicy as a butt plug, let alone a set of butt plugs. <laughs> graduated, Matt. Graduated. Set oh, graduated yes. butt plugs. I'm sorry. I should have used the term, <laughs> the proper. As term. a set, they were graduated. It wasn't like each one was. Like graduate. I thought they were for graduation. <laughs> like they were like, you graduated. <laughs> Congratulations. Here's your gown and accessories. Yes. Um, well, mine, 
I thought of a bad date, but it didn't involve butt plugs. Um, but it involved uh, a little bit of just disaster on all fronts. So, so it's a little juicy. I want to hear it. So I thought it would be romantic to surprise my loved one with a trip to Catalina. Right? <gasps> Rome. The island of romance. What? The island of rabbit sex. Well, not <laughs> you get it. She and hasn't put out yet. She will in Catalina. <laughs> yeah. Easter Island? What, what's the island? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easter. Ah. <laughs> 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 I love that. <laughs> Writing that down. Big stone heads and horny rabbits. <laughs> so, what more could you ask for? No, but I was like, yeah, romantic getaway. It's going to be amazing. We're going to just, you know, make precious love to each other <laughs> all weekend. And um, so I surprised her. It was like the night before. I was like, we're going to Catalina tomorrow. Oh. I got the boat. I got the hotel. You know, rosé is planned. It's got a huge bathtub. It's going to be really romantic. Um, Yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so we, um, it turns out the boat was for six in the morning, which she was excited for. So 5 a.m. rolls around. I'm like, all right, babe, it's time to get up and go. And we walk outside. It is raining. In L.A., it's raining. We're like, it's okay. It'll be fine. It's not going to be raining on a tropical island. So we get to said tropical island. Wow. Wow. Pouring. Pouring disastrous rain. More so than they've had in a while. Because (laughs) the news trucks were all over the place. People were getting interviewed. (laughs) It could not have been storming more. Um, I think I remember this from your Instagram feed. Now that you mention it, I yeah, you really was probably... like pictures of you looking unhappy in the rain. <laughs> it rains like two days a year. What? And I got day? one of them. Oh yes, you did. And so we get there, and at first it's like a you know it's not too bad. They're just like, oh, look at the rain. Um, and we get to our hotel room. At this point, you can't even like walk outside. Like yeah. the roads are rivers. Cars can't go through. And we're just like, well, let's, you know, let's have a romantic evening. We ended up watching HGTV for like (laughs) two days straight. (laughs) But we still got the rosé. We still had the bathtub. It was still very romantic with, you know, Property Brothers in the background. And so we kind of tried to enjoy ourselves. But there was nothing, literally not like everything was closed. All the business owners were like, we're just going to go home. So there was nowhere to go. So we stayed in, watched our property brothers. And uh, the next morning, the the man running the hotel was like, hey, what time is your boat? And we were like, oh, it's at 7 p.m. We were going to spend the whole day here. And he's like, yeah, you might want to leave a little sooner because they've already canceled two boats and odds are you could get trapped here on this rainy oh. hell of an island. <laughs> so there was a boat that pulled in and we just left early and we... A sexy survivor. Yeah. Oh, man. You see, I was turned on the entire time, but it wasn't as... <laughs> and then, you know, the boat ride turns out was um, a nightmare. And the man on the boat working there said the actual sentence, yeah, they really should not have sent us out here. This is so dangerous. And I've never been on a boat like this. It was like a roller coaster, and everyone was throwing up, and it was a disaster, and people were screaming. (laughs) So overall, 
three stars, four stars? It was like a four and a half, yeah. I'd do it again. Good trip. I'd do it again. Yeah, that was a fun, For the sexy... thrill. <laughs> yeah, I was... Whew. It was adventurous and sexy. Oh, no. Because everyone looks good wet. <laughs> yeah, and throwing up. <laughs> and vomit and fear. Mmm, that's what gets me going. <laughs> So when did it stop raining on Catalina? The day after, like, you came back home or something ridiculous? Most likely, yeah. Uh, I just remember being on the boat leaving, and the reporters from Catalina were like, this is the worst storm we've had in, like, a year. And I thought you were going to say, as you were leaving, you could see the clouds <laughs> yeah. breaking, like, the, the rain just vanishing. Sunshine. Just the second you it leave. follows you. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> Yes. Wow, that that's too bad. The intentions were good. Like the setup was so good, mm-hmm. like the best date ever. And sadly, fate had other ideas. Yep. <laughs> wow, Berkeley. Yes. So do tell Berkeley. Um, tell us a bad date story. Um, well, I was on a blind date, and blind dates are always the worst. <laughs> Because, like, it's a friend of someone who's important to you. Oh, no. And if it doesn't go well, that's bound to lead to an awkward situation eventually. Like, you'll see them at a party or (laughs) you'll have to sit down with the friend who who set you up and explain to them that they have bad taste in people. Like, just... (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I, uh, I went out with the girl and we met at a nice cafe and, you know, it seemed perfectly normal. Just started out like most dates, and the food was good. And she leans across the table and, like, sort of nods her head for me to lean into. And I lean in, and then she starts pitching a pyramid scheme. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. She's like, how would you feel about selling Arbonne Cosmetics? <laughs> I'll help you set up a website. I'm sure you've got, like, friends or family who would love our products. Oh, God. Oh was there God. any pre-conversation no. to this? Well, I mean, there was, but Small nothing segue. related. I'm curious. Was there segue there was no segue. It went from, like, do you like dogs straight to the pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. Just... It's usually how it goes, I think. They just kind of hop right in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Wow, that's, uh, that's very unfortunate. How's your sandwich? How do you feel about multi-level <laughs> marketing opportunities? <laughs> So how did the rest of the date go? It didn't. <laughs> did, let me ask, did you end up selling Arbonne products? No. So no second date and no pyramid scheme. <laughs> no, I just, I, I did, well, did, would, you, would you like I, some Arbonne? I bet I can still. I knew it. I bet I can still get some. She's still anxiously waiting. She's yeah. recruiting. She's trying to recruit. <laughs> I, I'm convinced that pyramid schemers are like cult members. You know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they lure you in under false pretenses and then they spring some crazy shit upon you. Yes. And you feel a bit trapped and pressured, you know. And that's when they they, they both try to convince you it's not a cult or it's not a pyramid scheme and list all the reasons as to why it's so different when all the reasons they list sounds exactly like a cult. Or a exactly. You think that's how Scientologists do it? Oh, yeah. I think Scientologists are even more aggressive, though. Yeah. If you're a Scientologist out there and you actually know, I don't want to give them my number. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you? Well, yeah. And that's when they pull out the butt plugs is after it. They're like, (laughs) maybe he was a Scientologist. No, no, they want to get the aliens out. They don't want to keep the aliens in. (laughs) The 
<laughs> the Scientology probes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fun name for a butt plug, a that's, probe. That's a segment. That's Wait. a segment I want to do. About Scientologists? Yeah, or butt Scientologist oh. bad dates. Or even just religious bad dates. I... Yes, religious That could bad be a dates. good one. I went out with a girl who seemed really nice. Uh, everything was going well. I found out she was Catholic, and like that was a bit of a red flag for me because like Catholics tend to be pretty strict about their religion. But you know, she didn't seem too bad at first. Uh-oh. And she pulled out the butt plug. Had <laughs> <laughs> a cross on like the, the self-flagellation whips. <laughs> yeah. Punish the devil out for the Lord. <laughs> butt plugging for the Lord. <laughs> Oh, I hate that. Anal probing for the Lord. Oh, I love that. As a, as a, from a Catholic background. There's a Garfunkel and Oates song to that effect. (laughs) There sure is. I love that. Love that song. That actually reminds me of a bad date I almost forgot all about that I've blocked out apparently. Um, (laughs) Speaking of awkward setups that could just end horribly. Mm. Um, I was in, I was like, I had, I was just about to graduate college and my mother's best friend convinced my parents that I should be set up with her son, which I was really irritated about because like my mom and this woman had been best friends for many, many years and it had never come up. Well, what, what now and why, you know, what's what I'm a woman now because I'm about to graduate college. Like what's wrong? (laughs) <laughs> and I remember I'd come home and, you know, for like a three-day weekend, and my stepdad and mom were really pushing this, which is bizarre because they were they usually always do the opposite with their daughters. Like, you know, we're, they, they don't want us to date, mm-hmm. stay away from boys, evil, evil, you know. Yeah, of course. So, but I remember, like, they kept pushing this and pushing this, and I was like, I don't, okay, fine, like, what do you want me to do? So they tricked me one day, and they're like, could you go outside? And I was, like, swimming in our pool, you know, no makeup on, bathing suit, no clothes on, just a bathing suit, and all of a sudden, my my dad calls me over, he's like, oh, Megan, can you come and help me with this thing, whatever? I walk out into the driveway in my bathing suit, Mm -hmm. and there is my mom's friend with her son standing there, ready for this introduction (laughs) to introduce me. This was the moment that my dad decided, my mom thought it would be a good idea, like, let's just trick her and spring it on her, because she doesn't seem too keen, and she won't even know, whatever. When you say bathing suit, like an old diver's bell with, like, the (laughs) full wetsuit, what? I mean, it was a one piece, hot. but it's still, you know, just a freaking bathing suit. Right, right. You know, it's embarrassing. So, but great if, first if intro. That's not awful enough. While my dad, it was like a, it felt like a, um, like an arranged marriage because she's standing right next to him, like presenting him. My mm-hmm. dad's standing next to me, presenting me. They were like, Megan, this is so-and-so, so-and-so, Megan. And y'all are both the same age. And, and you know, I'm best friends with her mom. And, and yeah. And then they just stand there in silence, wide-eyed, grinning, watching us. And I was like... Was he wearing, like, a little bow tie? Did he look like his mom helped he dress him? He was in a button-up and khakis with nice shoes, no tie. But uh. it's like... Again, bathing suit, bathing suit to dressed guy, khakis, and he was like, "Hello, Megan." He was just as embarrassed as me. He's like, nice "Well, that's to a good you. sign." He was like, "Nice to meet you. Would you like to have dinner with me tomorrow night and 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 go out on a date?" And I was like, oh. "Yeah." Well, I clearly can't say no. <laughs> so yeah, great. Can't wait. 
I mean, he was okay looking. It's not sure. like he was not good looking, but I didn't understand what was happening. So I was like, sure, yeah, sure, what, whatever. So the pressure's already on, though, because it's my mom's best friend's son. You okay? have to, and yeah. And it was like her bestie, dude. Like, mm. they've gone on mission trips together. Oh, no. Because they were both nurses and, you know. And my family's never been religious, but I know that her family, their family was. But I didn't realize how much into, like, the Lord and shit they were <laughs> until this date. So we go on this date. We're having dinner. It's going okay. I notice he's a little shy. I'm like, whatever. And he's like, okay, well, you know, do you still feel like doing something else after dinner? I was like, sure, yeah. And I'm thinking movies or, you know, go skating, oh. something fun. He's like, oh, yeah, there's this, you know, kind of like this party my friends are having. I'm like, okay, well, now we're talking. Nope. What's up? Okay, let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm in it. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't a party, y'all. No. Yeah, this no. House, it was a Bible study That's, meeting. They always say it's a party. And it's never a party. And With again, DJ Jesus. DJ Jesus. Spinning for JC. JC. And so not only, and I was tricked yet again, because I don't know if his parents, like my parents told his mom to tell him or whatever they concocted and mm. brewed up, okay, behind my back, that I wasn't really into the going to church shit. But, but he sure didn't tell me. And he sure did bring an extra Bible for me for oh. this Bible study. And he sprung it upon me. We walked in the door. And everyone's sitting, like, in a semicircle yep. with fold-out chairs. Yep. And there's, like, the, the you know, non-alcoholic punch <laughs> with the Jesus snacks. And there's, like, a freaking pulpit or whatever they had set up in their living room with crosses everywhere. That was the longest. It was, like, three <clears> hours <throat> long of this Bible study meeting, and I was just like, oh, God, what can I do? How can I fake my way out of it? Like, what can I do to get out of this? Like, I can't call my parents. Nope. They're the reason I'm here. Yeah, and it has to go well, because... It has to go well, yeah. because now what? Because they are so, definitely going to ask. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're probably all going to be sitting there waiting for us together when we get home, you know? So anyway, <laughs> it, you know, I I suffered through the Bible meeting, and, you know... He was still ready to go for date number two. He Ooh. was, like, calling me, like, the next day. and I thought that was date number two. Yeah, huh? I thought the bathing suit oh, was... The, the introduction in the driveway. Yeah. He probably considered that date number one. Yeah, so it turns out this guy was super into Jesus because he had apparently struggled with, like, addiction. Oh. You know how, like, addicts, you know, yeah. they... Find Jesus usually. Sure. I sure. mean, you got to replace that, one that time consuming activity. Ah. Well, lucky me, that was his latest addiction. And I was just like, I so, felt well, bad. I, I'm like, I feel sure like. You don't want to just like drink again? <laughs> yeah. Like, you drink together again. You're a you bad influence. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's not so bad. My issue uh, with, with like the Catholic girl I dated was uh, the minimum number of kids. It, like, <laughs> she did. Oh, oh, you. You only want one clown car full. <laughs> well, then. Yeah, double digits for sure. She's like, oh, well, I mean, that would be my bare minimum. I still wouldn't be happy, but I'd be willing to settle for that. <laughs> Seven's the minimum. Like <laughs> they sure do. I had a friend with nine siblings. <laughs> it's true. They had a giant bus. So every time they wanted to go. So, so those, yeah, those Catholic parents really went to town. <laughs> Like rabbits in spring. Like rabbits in spring. <laughs> Ta-da. Ah. Also, just like, I never understood any kind of, of public proposal where, like, 
you decide to ask someone to marry you or go on a date or go to prom like with a big audience yeah. just generally seems bad well the like, pressure it's a bad like, idea yeah. for, for everyone involved like it's i feel like it helps it's if you manipulative and disrespectful to the person <laughs> right. who's having it sprung on them it's just it's just a bad idea for the person who's doing the springing because but... you don't want to be rejected in front of everybody. well that's what i'm saying if you know yes. that they might say no get a crowd because then they're more likely to say like, yes man. that's my tactic <laughs> they're at least gonna say yes in the moment yeah and then they'll say Ooh, that happened to me in high school. I got rejected post asking out and then came up to me like, yeah, no. Remember when I said yes? I meant no. I was like, did you ask her out in front of a crowd? Or well, something, it or? was it was during passing period. And it was yeah, it was right in front of one of our classes. And I was like, hey, like, do you want to you know, you want to get coffee or something like this weekend or whatever? And uh, I don't think she knew that was coming. <laughs> and she was like, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> and then I was like great see you <laughs> then and then we moved on and she had me uh in the next class and then she came up to me and said oh i forgot i'm being with someone this weekend <laughs> <laughs> and like i didn't know how to take that and i was like do you have like is that how she phrased voice? it <laughs> it was it was awkward that, like that, that. it was sound like, like she had a gay friend that she had to be a beard <laughs> for she's like there's a guy we're she's not like, dating, I, but I a... forgot. I, I promised I'd <laughs> my, cover for someone. My guy that we're not dating, that we're hanging out. It was, oh a, it was a quick God. rejection. I took the message very quickly, but I knew. Um, it's funny, though, but I that made me think of a, a really, really steamy story. Notice. Oh, my. Notice how I post. That's yeah. how you know. <laughs> Um, you can you can hear the pose. Yeah, you can you can feel. I mean, I, I'm looking at the pose and I'm feeling it and hearing it, and I feel like it's really coming through on this this five. It's yeah, it's yeah, strong. Get a picture of it, Bert. I'll take a picture of the pose. This It'll... is going on our Instagram and our Twitter because y'all have to see this pose. <laughs> you got to do the eyebrow. You just, mm. There you go. Whenever mm. I hope you were doing this pose when you when you asked. This girl. Uh, oh, you yeah. Know what? You should have. Hmm. Maybe that's why she said no later. Oh, you're right. I forgot the pose. In fact, Matt, from now on, I insist. Wherever. This pose, you lean in just yeah. like that. Hey. To, what's, what line do you use when you ask girls out? Hey. That's how I start. And, and then hey. what? Yeah, and then. Into the pose, you say, yeah, hey, I mid pose, hey. <clears throat> Want to do something? Be with me yeah. this weekend? Yep, that's how I. <laughs> That's why I haven't you had. You just pose all the time. You're an animator. You're an animator. You yeah. know what an animatic is. Yeah. You should live your life like that. Just pose yep. to pose to pose with no <laughs> intervening movement. Wait, I've... what's an animatic? It's like a partially animated, like like they draw like the, the character blueprint. in a pose and then move it along like a hand puppet. Yeah. So just going from pose to pose to pose. And that's how animators flirt. Yeah, <laughs> they just pose, pose, pose. What do you think? Do you pair it with the dialogue every time the pose shifts? Occasionally. Or do you do something like a silent moment? Yeah, sometimes I just silently. How are you today? It it usually works. I've I've got a man. Too bad this we don't have this on video as well because these poses. It's ooh. These poses are just they're too good. They're too good to be. These posters are so big I can't even get this and I have to back up. It's to too get big. Do you want to hear the steamy story while we pose? No yes. Tell the story. Ow! Size doesn't matter, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Not I that wanted... it matters for me. <laughs> it, it's hard. Size does, doesn't 
what well, are we talking about? Microphones? Yeah. Or yeah. Audio equipment. Pencils, water bottles. And penises. Oh, and, and penises. <laughs> Tell your story. Where okay. Where that come from? Um, well, it leads into my story of the time I... Uh, here we go. So... <laughs> I had a girlfriend at the time, and we were fresh to the dating. We have only been dating a while, a while, not that long. And, um, you know, it was around the time where we became sexually active. And so I thought it was a good idea to surprise her. She knew about it, but I was like, what if I just showed up at, like, 3 a.m. and we had sex in the car her in her penis? driveway. Yes. Oh, wow. And so I texted her. I was like, <laughs> car yes. sex has never been an option for me. I, <laughs> I'm almost two meters tall. Yeah. It's never. It shouldn't be an option for anybody, really, but especially you. That's the size of a car. Yeah, Berkeley is like six five, right? Somewhere yeah, in I there. I don't know unless it's a limo. Yeah. Ooh, limo sex. That's what I really? should have done. Classic. I had a sedan sex. <laughs> sedan and sex. Yes. Oh. Well, <laughs> I have a friend in San Francisco who's about my height, and he once explained to me like. He was he was telling me about one of his dates and how it had gone well and how they had sex in the car and I'm looking at his Prius. <laughs> oh, I'm like, really? You're a liar. How's that work? Because you're almost as tall as me. He's like, no, no. You see how it has a huge sunroof? <laughs> I stand up. Oh my and, god! Yeah, like, that's incredible. And she sort of leans over the console, <laughs> and like my entire what? upper body is out of the sunroof. Like, deep, no, like that sounds awful. Yeah. That's a Flintstones moment. It doesn't sound enjoyable at all. <laughs> Wait, he can't even see what's going on down there because he's on the outside. Right. Wait, how tall? How tall was this guy? Uh, he was only about an inch shorter than me. He's like six four. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. And like. <laughs> I think I'm six four. He's probably like six three. Six three. Can yeah. you imagine driving by and you just see the top half of a shirtless <laughs> oh man like standing Shane there, like? Shane. Also, he's got like shoulder length Fabio hair. Oh, oh <laughs> even better. So just like the car goes by and his hair just what? I want that on a romance novel, like on the front, a Fabio esque man standing out of a Prius, the sunroof of a Prius, with a big grin. Also, if anyone from uh, Toyota is listening, we would accept. Your patronage, if you want to sponsor us. I'm sure they do. I mean, they're they're yeah. picturing it right now. Like, wow, like, we could like write a write a Prius Kama Sutra book. <laughs> could give like a little little manual away with each new Prius. Oh my god, is that a thing? A spring it will a be spring. soon. It's in the works. We'll Step have one: pull right down now. the yeah. seats. I'm gonna pitch it. I'm gonna pitch it to them. To to who? Toyota. To, oh. Toyota. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, what do you think? <laughs> well, well, God, my story is not as steamy as no, no, Korea please, please go on, man. I just long, long story. We we parked in the driveway of her house, and I was like, hey, I'm here. Come outside and yeah. let's bang in this sedan. <laughs> so she comes outside. 
Um, she did, really. She yeah, she, said a, she actually came her. outside. Surprising. Wow. What but pose were you doing the, when you said it? This one. Okay, oh, this I, one. I get it. It makes sense now. This yeah. one. <laughs> but the kicker is her parents went out that night, so they weren't home. So it was fine. So we were like, let's hold on, hold on. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. For some reason, we thought this was a good idea. And so we're in the back seat of the car. Doing it, steaming, steaming the sedan windows, <laughs> and uh, a car rolls up be- behind us. <laughs> guess who it was? I'll give you a uh, solid guess. Oh, it was a hundred percent her parents. Oh God! <laughs> and that's when, at the time, we were. Not really paying attention. We were having sex, and we didn't hear. We didn't. Well, we didn't hear them pull up, <laughs> and we were still going. There was a knock on the window. Oh! And two very upset parents. Oh my god! This is when we had to stop. This is when I got screamed at, and I hopped back in my car, and I well, I was in the car. She got out of the car. I got dressed. They were not happy with me at all. I didn't want to have that conversation, so I pulled out of the driveway, (laughs) and I quickly looped around to another driveway to, like, turn around. around. I I pulled out and turned around. Berkeley. You really do. Also, also, how do you get dressed in a car without like inappropriately thrusting your hips oh, in no, every window? Oh no, it was very like. Excuse me, I'm sorry if you can see everything. Yeah, in your driveway, uh, but you've seen it all. But the kicker was when I went to turn around my car in this other person's driveway. I didn't hit the brake; I hit the gas and oh. almost crashed through their neighbor's garage door to where I slammed on the brakes. <laughs> Pulled back out of the driveway <laughs> and proceeded it. to go home. It was a nightmare. I was freaking out. And to kick it all off, my mom found out I stole her car because I didn't park it the correct direction. Oh. <laughs> so I had the talk from her in the morning of, did you steal my car in the middle of the night? Yes, I did. And I got caught by her parents. And I didn't finish. Oh, that's the worst. Moral of the story. I feel like you've told me a similar story before. <laughs> yeah. Where you... How many times have you done this, Matt? Well, <laughs> I don't think it was in a car, but I think it was about a dad coming home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Dang. Don't ever let that happen. <laughs> See, no, I, I, like I didn't date that. until, <laughs> like, college. That's so good. I, I don't have any of those. It's better that way. <laughs> I sure wouldn't want one of those stories. It was a, a smorgasbord of fun times. That was a great bad date story, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. Know, you. I'm Matt, an expert. Okay, so did, did this happen in like high school or college or like? Yeah. So this was my senior year and her junior year of high school. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I it was good. I know the listeners out there don't know this, but Matt is a redhead, and I am also a redhead, and. I have a theory after hearing that story. It just kind of reminds me of this thing I've always wondered, I guess. Um, Do you feel, Mm -hmm. as a redhead, that you kind of get into (laughs) more like sticky situations when it comes to sexual things or people at least 
expect you to be like crazy wild in bed and like say down for a set of butt plugs. Like, yeah. Do you feel like you get more like sexual attention or inappropriate? Um, a little bit. I think like since I don't know if it's the red. I guess it must be the redheaded thing. But yeah, people are like, yeah, you're into weird things, right? I'm like, right. Where did you? <laughs> so this. About a year ago, a girl on set, I was working on set, and I and she, I, I was, you know, talking to a group of people, and, and this girl, everyone was laughing, because I was like, yeah, oh my God, dating in L.A., like, we were all talking about dating in L.A., and, like, all the crazy shit that happens, yeah. and, you know, the train wreck that is dating in L.A., and I thought that, like, everyone was going to have all of this, these stories, like, had all these stories, and, like, similar things happened, and they were like, yeah, have you ever been tricked into, like, a threesome, and yeah, you too, right? No, like no one had any hardly any stories, and they were all looking at me like, "Are you making this up? Did these things happen to you?" I was like, "These what? happened to me." So finally, I, I got self-conscious. I stopped, stopped telling all my stories, and this girl said, "You know, I was like, has this not happened to you at all? Like, you've never had anyone just walk right up to you and be like." you should have my babies or, you know, and like all this weird shit. Has that happened to you? Uh, that's happened to me like about 15 times in my life, even by gay men. I've had the that's aggressive amazing. breeders a lot. I get a lot of like, aggressive breeders. They usually wait until we're on a date to express that sentiment. Oh, no. But like just they are 100 percent ready for marriage, like on the first date. So she told me <clears throat> she was like, well, it's because you're a redhead. Like, like, <gasps> duh, you dumb bitch. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you're a redhead. Redheads, that happens to redheads all the time. Y'all huh. come across as people who are very, like, sexually adventurous and, and a little, you know, evil and naughty and wicked are <laughs> down to do whatever. And, you know, like some sort of, I was like, oh, my God, is that true? Because that explains so much. We, I've never heard of that. But Maybe now that you're right? saying it. Like, because it is, it must be the hair. Well, because, you know, I feel, I feel like you can, like, blondes are like, oh, the, we're party blondes. And like, I don't know. That's my impression of, <laughs> I, but redheads, I don't know. Because I feel like redheads, I feel like when people think about, okay, I'm going to settle down. Redheads are not even in the equation. Oh, no. Like, we're not like the settle down archetype. No. We're not like the image that comes in. You know, people want to settle down with like, you know, brunettes who are sensible and See? intelligent, successful. Or mm -hmm. blondes who are like really attractive and, <laughs> and carefree, but not necessarily like a threat. But and I'm not saying that's true. I'm saying superficial that, yeah. looks based right. on just looks alone, hair color. There's a lot of stereotypes. And, and hmm. I get a lot of weird shit that my non-redheaded friends don't get. And I was like, this isn't fair. Why am I getting this weird shit? These people just will talk about indecent proposals, you know? <laughs> and the universe is just like, well, you're a redhead, so... Like, no one really sees me as some sort of serious, long-term relationship wife like... material, but my God, if they have a weird sexual <laughs> fantasy or kink they want to work out, I'm the person they call. Go to you, yeah. And I'm like, why? I'm not even, like, into that crazy shit. I never matter. get that. I always get, like... You're not so, so you're ready. For, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I always get like, so you're you're ready for marriage, right? And I'm like, no, this is this is like it's the brunette. It's your brown hair. It's, it's you're the type to settle brunette. down. And well, Berkeley, you have like a superhero, Clark Kent. Yeah, like, you know. like a really austere face and a very serious sounding voice. <laughs> They're like, like I can read. 
settle down with that gentleman. <laughs> I can breed nine children with him. It's always either that or like just they they treat me like a police officer. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. A police officer? Like like you know, authority yeah, was... figure. No, not oh. not not, oh, not, not in a sexy way. Oh. Like just like either oh. either they want to get married or they just you know, want to Give me the impression. Yeah, they just want to give me the impression they're not up to anything and move along. Why? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I think it's. I think it's just the the serious, like default settings. But you've never had like sexy cop. Like I've got I've got resting neutral face, (laughs) and I've just got a very serious voice. Do you know how fast you're going? Ooh, Ooh. Resting cop face. I That's guess. Nice. <laughs> but oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. I think one of the only occasions that I've uh, initiated a date without that kind of feeling was um, when this girl asked me out because she wanted to wear heels. She was like six foot two. Mm. She's like, I just got these new shoes. They're really nice. Um, <laughs> I. I like, there's no one else I can wear them with. You're tall enough. Would, <laughs> would you be willing to be my escort to this thing? You seem wholesome. <laughs> you seem like you could have some kids, be a responsible man. I I love it. I love it. Um, by the way, everyone out there is listening to our very entertaining bad date <laughs> stories. But guess what? You can share yours, too. We would love to hear your bad date stories. Call us toll-free at 888-627-6008 and share your bad story with us. What was that number again? Oh, uh, 888-627-6008. Got it. Get it, got it, good. (laughs) Boom. So, yeah, call, bring forth the bad date tale. I want to know, like... This is some horrible, horrible stuff that makes me happy. I've, I've got a story. Um, evil, see? Yes, evil. redheads. Evil. Uh, it, it wasn't my bad date, but I was blamed. <laughs> so uh, I went out with a friend in San Francisco, again, the same friend with the Prius. And uh, I struck out, but he brought home one of our coworkers who we happened to run into there. Uh, we were working at a, a haunted event at the time, and one of our coworkers was there, and we'd never really talked to her for a prolonged amount of time before. And it turned out she was a terrible person. Ooh, like in what aspect? Um, she had a lot of really terrible stories, but the one I remember most was about a time she was in Las Vegas, and she made a homeless man dance in exchange for a sandwich. <sighs> Oh, that's oh, shitty. That's yeah. Oh, I hate that. But, like, she, she had a lot of stories, and most of them were nearly as bad. But that that was the topper, so it's the one I remember. Wow, that is pretty bad, man. She sounds like a terrible person. Did you ever see her again? I mean, we had to work with her, but we never talked <laughs> to her again. And and he blamed me. He's like, you knew I was drunk. You shouldn't have let me bring her home. She's insane. She won't leave me alone at work now. It was your fault. Being <laughs> the responsible. Fault. Yeah, that was your fault. <laughs> well, ask and you shall receive. It looks like we have a caller again. Oh. I believe we have a Julie, a Julie on line one. Hello. Hello. <gasps> Hello, Julie. How's it going? I have a bad date story for you. 
Well, girl, we are dying to hear it. Do tell. Do tell. <laughs> so, well, you know, we all know the, the dating scene in L.A. You never know what you're going to get. So I uh, mm-hmm. met a guy outside of a bar. I was with some friends, and we were actually leaving for the night. And we were just standing out front. And I just kind of looked over to the left, and I saw this guy. And he actually looked like maybe back from, like, David Bowie or 70s times, had the oh. awesome sideburns, amazing dress, like, knew how to dress, totally stylish. Nice. And I looked at him, and he caught me looking at him, and I'm like, hmm. He wa- actually walked over to me, and he was like, oh, I couldn't help but notice you. And I was like, oh, well, I noticed you as well. And uh, he was like, oh, well, hey, you know, uh, can I get your number? And I normally don't just hand it out to a stranger that quick, but I was like, this guy has some style, he seems different, he's cool. All right, cool. So I give him my number, and he's like, oh, let's get together this week sometime. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, you, of course, you both find each other's Instagrams and stalk each other. Of course. And see what the yeah. other about. Seems pretty normal. I'm like, oh, this dude has good music taste. He's got amazing fashion sense. Right up my alley. I'm like, all right, cool. So we meet up, like, uh, I think it was like three or four days later. And he lives downtown, and he told me, meet him downtown, and that he was going to be getting off of work, and he said, just meet him on the corner or wherever the place he worked at, and wanted me to pick him up. And I'm like, oh, this must mean he doesn't have a car. Okay, stay open-minded, stay open-minded. Mm. Cool. Yeah. So I right. get there, I pick him up. He was like, oh, I, uh, I brought us some, uh, you know, dinner. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's like all wrapped up, and I'm like, oh, I guess he must work at a restaurant. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, stay open-minded, stay open-minded, here we go. And so he's like, oh, well, I thought we would go, you know, before we have drinks or whatever, you know, maybe we would, like, pop over to my house and eat the food first. And I'm like, mm. eh, I don't know this dude, he seems harmless, he is a little on the side for me, I could probably take him. But, you know, whatever, here we go. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go to this dude's house, this is weird, I don't know him. He's like, oh, I'll have a roommate. I'm like, oh, she lives with me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, oh no. There. All right. <laughs> Maybe this is homeless. I don't know. Maybe this isn't. We go there, walk in, you know, older place. I'm still trying to remain, remain open-minded. There's, we flip from the lights. Roaches <laughs> scatter across the counter. <gasps> oh, and oh, no. Damn, this is a filthy place. All right, oh, cool. Gross. Do I want to eat this food? So he's like, okay, let's eat, blah, blah, let's talk, or whatever. And then he's like, oh, well, look, I have uh, some videos we can watch and hang out. I mean, then we can go get drinks later. And I'm sitting here thinking, he keeps putting off getting drinks and going to go do something. He brings dinner, obviously yeah. from work. Okay, this is a sign. He doesn't have any money or something's up. It's not that I needed him to pay, but, you know, hey, he's like not even wanting to go anywhere. So that means yeah. he probably can't pay for himself either. Yep. Um, so long story short, we're sitting there talking. He goes, yeah, you know, I really have not had much luck in the dating out here. People are just not really what I'm in- into what I'm into. And I'm like, well, what are you into? Uh-oh. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to scare you off or anything, but, you know, I really, I really like for a woman to pee on my chest. Would you be interested in just peeing on my chest? I just would like for you to pee on me. And I... I looked at him and said, I'm sorry, what? This is first date. I'm just wondering if if you would be interested in doing that. I'm really open-minded and I'm kind of into kinky stuff. I said, no, I'm not really into that. I'm sorry. And I was immediately, how do I get out of here? How do I get out of here? I was like, you know... Well, dinner was God. great, thanks. You know, I do need to get be getting back. 
and you know the fires are happening right now and i'm concerned because my house is not too far from there uh, i better get going you know thank, thank I, I goodness mean, for those fires later. well i didn't scare you off did i, I didn't no, oh, that's, all good. that's not my <laughs> oh, thing no. you know thanks for being honest like i totally appreciate you being honest with me and forthright bringing that up because i'm sure that's not comfortable to tell to most people you know i'm cool yeah. I'm minded yeah but that's not my thing so that's so good i end up working the next day and, the, and this is the kicker the very next day he calls me and says hey i need to talk to you about something yeah it's not working out with my roommate like i'm getting kicked out is there any way i can move in with you oh no i knew it that's where he was working towards oh, oh my god <clears throat> wow that's all i could say is wow no you can't live with me and i gotta go and block block and block Yep. Wow, that's like a bad date double whammy. It's like double dose. That's, that's why you can't vet on social media. They, <laughs> they just show what they want to show and hide all the bad exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah, there was no yeah. chest urinating on Yeah, the you didn't say media. that. You're, you're not a redhead, are you? <laughs> <laughs> are you a redhead, Julie? I'm not a redhead. I'm a brunette. Ah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, See, we're not the only theory. ones okay. that... Yeah. I have a theory that redheads get really weird sexual offers more often because I think people think redheads are sexual deviants or <laughs> the devil's children or something. I don't know. So, okay, well, brunettes have it hard, too, out there. Yeah. Brunettes have it hard, too. Oh, yeah. You didn't beat on. So. All right. Well, thank you. All right. So now we know. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing, Julie. And now we know Julie's not into chest urinating. Writing that down. You can't live with her after the first date. It's too soon. Confirmed. I agree. Yep. Thank you, Julie, so much for your call. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, that was a crazy story. Oh, my story. God. I've never met anyone in a parking lot that <laughs> went on a date with. That didn't want to pee on you. <laughs> it usually goes hand in hand. I feel like if never you're, like, up. trying to coerce someone into letting you live with them, you shouldn't open your first date with, hey, I like to be peed on. You know? Like, if that's what right. you're going for. I feel like had multiple objectives there, though. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe the guy's just, you know, tired of hiding who he really is. And <laughs> oh, one yeah. of these days, you know, you cast a wide net, you ask often enough, eventually... Totally. ...you're going to get a yes, yeah. you know? So, to I mean, all you lovely listeners out there... Ponder that. If you're into the chest urination, chest urination. no judgment. There's someone out there for you. For Don't you. Worry. We Although, are going to go. One last note. Good on him for opening with that. Because if you've got something like that, you don't want to, if it's a deal breaker for you, you don't want to save it for later. Well, I think technically he did wait until like uh, oh, the that's end true. of date one. It's not like he opened. I feel like he should have opened with that the day they met. He's a gentleman. <laughs> Not like at the end of date number two. Maybe that's why he didn't want to go out. He was down for, you know. See? He, he kept insisting she needed to stay Hey, you can't house. pee on someone at a bar. Like, that's, you have to be at home and you have to stay in. Exactly. You come in your comfortable surroundings, so. Where you've got a tarp. You know, where you have your tarp. Right. <laughs> where you've <laughs> got your, your basin, tarp. Your wash basin. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Okay. All right. Well. You guys uh, out there ponder that, and we're going to take a five-minute break. We will see you after the break, my lovelies.
Don't touch that dial. We'll be back after a short break. In the meantime, add us on your calendar. Tune in to The Bad Date Show every Wednesday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Time on BBS Radio. Don't forget to check out our website at www.thebaddateshow.com for all the latest news, updates, lists of upcoming guests, and contact information to get in touch with us. Follow us on social media. Don't worry, we kept it simple for you. It's at the Bad Date Show across the board. You can find us using the same handle for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's at the Bad Date Show. Is your dating life a disaster? You're not alone. Megan and friends are here for you at The Bad Date Show. Tune in every Wednesday, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Time on BBS Radio to share your bad date experiences, hear hilarious disaster stories from others, and get advice from psychologists, dating professionals, matchmakers, personal stylists, celebrities, and more. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back after a short break. Follow us on social media. Don't worry, we kept it simple for you. It's at The Bad Date Show across the board. You can find us using the same handle for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's at The Bad Date Show. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back after a short break. In the meantime, add us on your calendar. Tune in to The Bad Date Show every Wednesday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Time on BBS Radio. Don't forget to check out our website at www.thebaddateshow.com for all the latest news, updates, lists of upcoming guests, and contact information to get in touch with us. Follow us on social media. Don't worry, we kept it simple for you. It's at The Bad Date Show across the board. You can find us using the same handle for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's at The Bad Date Show.
Is your dating life a disaster? You're not alone. Megan and friends are here for you at the Bad Date Show. Tune in every Wednesday, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Time on BBS Radio to share your bad date experiences, hear hilarious disaster stories from others, and get advice from psychologists, dating professionals, matchmakers, personal stylists, celebrities, and more. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Bad Date Show. I hope everyone had a chance to ponder fetish urination and other things <laughs> on, a, on a first date. We're really doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. We went there. Well, you know, after all, the show is unfiltered and unscripted, so literally anything can come through. You know, I used the break to eat a banana, and thankfully that did not occur to me while I was... <laughs> It didn't. No. Well, really? That's unfortunate. Not at all. <laughs> Not even we a little. Done our job, sir. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. So, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but I recently read about a new dating trend. It's a dating trend, but it's really like a bad date dating trend. Hmm. It's called cloaking. Cloaking? Have you guys heard of cloaking? Zero percent. No. Never heard of that. This is what cloaking is. Cloaking is not only do you get stood up by someone, but they stand you up and then you are blocked like on all social media, your number, every way that you could possibly communicate. Uh, wow. So it's like a dark shade of night drops, like the curtain drops. A Never. cloak, you might say. Like a cloak. Mm. Yes, wow. Thing. That's intense. Yeah. Cloaking. Has that ever happened to you? No, mm, no, like a thing right no, it now. hasn't. Well, I like why. I guess if like you got pressured into saying yes to a date and then you were like, wow, I really don't want to go on a date with that person. That's when that would happen. But I can't think of like another situation where that would happen. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'd love to go on a date with you. Block on everything. <laughs> like, like why? That, yeah. It's like that girl. She was like, yes, no. Well, yeah, something like, like that. Or your, you know, set up date situation where you have to say yes at first to keep up appearances. The only time I've ever even been stood up was when I was dating a nurse who had just graduated from nursing school and she was getting used to like the 16 hour shifts mm. and oh. she just repeatedly slept through our dates and I'd, I'd go to the place and I'd wait oh and I'd call oh. her and oh. she'd be like, Hello. <laughs> How old was she? It sounds like an old... <laughs> well, she just woken up, is what I was trying to convey. A 70-year-old nurse. Hello. She's out of the nursing home. That's yeah. she... Oh, the nursing the home. The orderlies won't let me out today. <laughs> Gotta stop dating 70-year-old nurses. <laughs> well, man. That's like a true stand-up. Like, it's one yeah. thing that, like, someone flakes out, but, like, to actually be at the place waiting. When was this? Like, in the 80s before cell phones? Like, what are you talking about? You're not that old, Berkeley. Well, she was asleep. How is she supposed to call me? Yeah. But I, I feel like I, I don't blame them as much if they fell asleep as if they just didn't show up. Like, okay, you fell asleep because you work 16-hour shifts. That's fine. Still but not fun. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, it happened minutes. repeatedly, though. Like, she never figured out how to get her life together. <laughs> Aw. 
Well, she's a nurse. That's yeah. one thing. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. more than I'm doing. <laughs> if you really wanted to see her, you would injure yourself so you could go to the hospital <gasps> and see her, Berkeley. I think she was in a pediatric ward, though. Oh. So that wouldn't have, I would have had to, like, get a disease that only kids get. Because okay, that's well, where all the really specialists are. Smallpox. Knocked up some other girl so that you could go to the pediatric ward and so you could see her with it. Now that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that would be a bad date. <laughs> now that that would be a bad date. <laughs> that's pretty bad. No, I I don't think that's I've ever been cloaked or you know just straight up like ghosted by somebody that yeah. I. I think I've cloaked a couple of people before, <gasps> although I didn't know it was called cloaking at the time. But I, but it was always after some, they they did something really crazy. You know, I was like, and this person is not right in the right. space. So I'm going to block, 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 block. You know, because with the super crazies, you don't want to upset them further. Mm-hmm. You kind of just want to fade and distance. The background. You know, mm-hmm. distance. I pull a Homer distance. Simpson and just kind of back up yeah. into the bush. Like, there, and hope that the crazy overrides and maybe they don't remember you. That's usually, yeah. That was a Friends episode. <laughs> was it? Hmm. I don't know. I just don't know. You have to out crazy the crazy. That's you the key. Have to out- Crazy, the crazy. But you were the cloaker. You cloaked. I cloaked because they were cray cray. Right. Like cray cray. So it's a just, it, you know, it can be justified to cloak someone. Like if they're yeah. like, yeah. So in my, in my, in, in my instances, they, I had gone out with them and then realized they were crazy. Yeah. Like the aftermath of the day. And then I, and then I cloaked. However, when I read this article, most of the cloaking occurs with online dating before the people met. Hmm. Uh, so I have to wonder if it's like, hmm. you know, not only are they being flaky, but maybe, you know, they were there's a, catfishing someone and then didn't uh, have the guts to go through it. I don't know. Cloaking. Mm. I'm curious. Interesting. <laughs> or I feel like if you schedule a date and then... Like, as you're getting ready, you receive a dick pic. Then it's called for. <laughs> and you can just, you know, not tell them you won't be there and just block everything. That's a worthy cloak. Right. I, I would cloak that. I love it. I love I love learning about new dating trends. And if any huh. of you out there have any other crazy bad date stories or trends or anything, we want to know about it. So don't forget, call us at 888 because we want to hear all the beef and all the juice. Have you mm. been cloaked? Have you cloaked? We want to know. 888-627-6008. Yes, tell us beef about juice. your beef and juice. Your beef <laughs> and your juice. You like those sexy terms that we throw around? Interesting now? kink. Hey, hey, well, you know, I am a redhead, so. Well, we are evil. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I read another article when I was learning all about cloaking about hmm. um, kind of like some bad date statistics. So for all of you out there wondering <laughs> when you're ever going to meet the one, right, Mr. or Mrs. Wright, yep. you're unfortunately going to have to go through some shit. Oh, right? yeah. Because these are the statistics. Like on average, the average man and average woman, okay, they have the, the statistics are a bit similar. The shit you have to go through before you find yourself in a decent situation. For example, the average woman will kiss 15 men, be in two long-term relationships, and be heartbroken at least twice before finding the one. Wow. I'm actually surprised that 
how few that is. That's it's a low number, but like two big heartbreaks. That's a big one. Two. What did you say? Two long-term relationships. Yeah. Those are the probably the heartbreaks. You know, and yeah, that could maybe. be like you take months to recover from that. So it, that's like spread out. But yeah, I am also kind of surprised that number is not like higher. Right. That positivity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking optimistically here. Right. Well, you know, my experience comes from being a redhead, so my numbers are <laughs> way not average. Yeah. And that will be another segment about promiscuity and how not. And <laughs> And how not average we are. How, how not average we are. Oh, ask the universe and you shall receive. <laughs> we have another caller. We have a Rochelle on line one. Ooh. Hello. It's actually Rachel. Oh, oh. Rachel. Oh, my, my apologies, Rachel. Rachel, my love, my darling, where are you calling from this evening? I am calling from beautiful Los Angeles. Uh, Rachel from Los Angeles. Well, we already know this is going to be good, <laughs> bad, and by bad, I mean good. So, okay, Rachel from Los Angeles, you have a good, bad date story for us. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, it certainly was not a good date. Um, <laughs> I, I have tried dating apps, and and they are less than ideal for trying to find somebody for me, apparently. <laughs> uh, so I was talking with one guy who I matched up with and he seemed pretty witty and funny and he was, you know, good looking. And so I was like, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll meet you. And, um, you know, he was in Glendale, I believe. And I was on my way home from work. I thought, great. I'll stop. I'll have a beer on the way home from work and Uh see how it works out. So I get to this bar and I'm like, this is kind of not really great. Um, and they, you had, you know, drink specials, like three-for-one drink specials or something. And I was like, okay. So I go walking in, and I'm looking for this guy, and there's this old dude sitting at the bar who, like, looks up at me and goes, hey, Jesse. And I'm like, I <laughs> name because I swear to God, this photo that he used was 25 years old. Oh, okay? good grief. And I hear I was thinking I'm meeting some guy who's like 50, and this guy had to be 70. <gasps> and oh my god! He had like lost most of his teeth. Oh. Um, oh. And I felt so sorry for him, but I was like, oh, this is not okay. So, so I ended up having to buy my own beer. <laughs> he did. Oh my god! This is terrible. It was it was not the most pleasant experience, and then he started talking to me about some lawsuit that he was involved in, and it was just was like, okay, oh my man God. of my dreams, you are not. Okay? So, so was this Tinder or? Yeah, it was Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Sometimes genuine love connections can come from Tinder. I mean, anything's possible. Yeah. You date seventy-year-old yeah, yeah, nurses. <laughs> there's got to be a unicorn on there in there somewhere, right? Right. There's got to be. I actually know a couple who they went on to uh, uh, get married. They met on Tinder. Another one was on Plenty of Fish, and they got married. And I've actually known some terrible disasters uh, that resulted from match and harmony. So you really just never know. Yep. Wow. Well, uh, apparently, it. I'm. Thinking- <laughs> 
Apparently, I'm using the wrong ones because there have not been any princes, but there sure have been a lot of frogs. <laughs> I love that. That should be their slogan. You yeah. should pitch that to them. Yeah. Plenty of frogs. Yeah, <laughs> Plenty, of frogs. <laughs> Plenty of frogs. Plenty of frogs and no princes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's the truth in, truth in dating apps. Yeah, you ain't going to find anybody here. Oh, that's awful. Oh, my God. That's awful. So, uh, so I... I ended up spending about 20 minutes with the guy listening to his story, and then I got the hell out of there as fast as I could. Well, it's good that you stayed that long. Like, it's yeah, good you, for you. That's that's well, good. She had to finish her drink. At yeah. Least, you know. I'm a nice person, you know. I mean, I, I but I but believe me, it was I was mad. I just was like, oh jeez. But I I don't ever take it out on people, and so you know, I so I had to pay you know, five bucks for a beer and sit and listen to some guy with no teeth tell me about his lawsuit. Um, and, it makes, and, and it makes for a great, and it makes for a great story. You know? That is an amazing that's story. Right. That's right. Hmm. And that's what the show is all about. But even though we experience these disappointments, they always make for the best stories after. I Am I it. right? Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you so much. And uh, I guess next time, make sure they you check that timestamp on the photo they sent you. Make sure that shit is recent and they're I gotta, smiling. I got to figure out how to do that. I, I'm gonna like like take a picture of you right now, this minute, with a sign that says "Hi, Rachel." Yep. And I want to see your grill. Yeah, yeah. Show me your teeth. <laughs> Today's <laughs> newspaper. Show me your teeth. Are you in when the middle the of any type of lawsuit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make sure the photo is not sepia toned. <laughs> No filters. Uh, <laughs> well, so, thank yeah, you, Rachel, and horrible. better luck, girl. Thanks. Better luck, girl. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> well, Dang. that's interesting. So, ha- has that ever happened to y'all, where someone used a picture that was like, what, like no, not that recent, is... or maybe fifty pounds heavy, lighter, and or twenty years younger? <laughs> I've tried a lot of dating apps and services uh and i've actually only ever met one person off of them and 70 uh, no no oh. they they used a real photo and it was up to date it was a normal date well that no it, oh. it was kind of an odd date but really? but it wasn't yeah. that it wasn't no no it wasn't it wasn't that crazy i've actually i know this is crazy for an la young person i've never tried dating apps but i have plenty of friends that do and you know i don't want to bash these dating app companies but (laughs) not a lot of not a lot of winners um i haven't ever tried but i guess that's a good thing so how do you meet people if not through the dating apps (laughs) let me tell you because i suppose in person (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like at work um, or just the yeah at work and in college and school. Like it's usually it helps to be in school. The only yeah, you have to go to school and you have to see the same uh, people repeatedly. Yeah. you get more than one shot. That's why you pay to go to college is to <laughs> fall in love. It's actually cheaper than some dating app. It's dude. That's why I did it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I'm learning so many things. Fun fact about college. <laughs> <laughs> It's for dating only. Yeah. It's the opposite of farmers only. Yeah. Oh, dude. Don't knock <laughs> farmers only. <laughs> I, I so badly. I want to. I'm so curious. I, I very badly want to go onto farmersonly.com and womensonly.com. I know. And I, I want to peruse the options, dude. 
Like one of us has to take a hit for the team and create a profile. Somehow prove that you are a farmer. <laughs> yeah, they have However to. However, you need to do that. And like, I I want to know. I want to know. Well, I I want to know. Like, I want to meet someone that's also ironically on Farmers <laughs> Date on or whatever it's called. I'm just and then, imagining like, that site suddenly becoming flushed with hipsters. It has to be. Oh, you know it has to. I wonder if it is. They can't all be farmers. There's no way there's that many farmers. I know. Can there maybe be? there's like a farmer fetish and people <gasps> who are not farmers themselves, they want to. Oh, my God. You know. And they talk about like, do you want to plant my crop or I don't know. I, I don't know. Seed. <laughs> what do you plant this the, season? The one guy who's an actual farmer, <laughs> like just giving specs on his yeah. tractor. Shoe a horse and shoe well, a lamb. Is it John Deere? It's green. <laughs> it's been my faithful tractor for 16 years. <laughs> I love that guy. I love her. <laughs> I go on a date with that guy. <laughs> he's already dating that tractor. I'm sorry. He's, he's taken. He's in love with his tractor. Man. Wow, in love with his tractor. Have you ever dated anyone who they had like a an inappropriate obsession or love for something that was like not a human, like a thing or a pet? Like a tree. Or I'm, a tree? I've, I've dated lots of girls who have an unhealthy obsession with their cell phone. Well, <laughs> that's a pretty popular one. I like, think it counts. I think it counts. Like they go to town on their cell phone and like they're like kissing it. And, private, yeah. yeah. Like it's right up against their face all See? of the time. It might as well. More time like, than you get. Like yeah. the phone gets more FaceTime than you. Mm. Man, no. Um, but I have heard that there's like a weird attraction to trees that like people are like attracted to trees. Like straight up. They're like, damn, look at that oak. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I I saw that show. Like it's like my strange obsession or my it's on taboo, my strange addiction. Or, yeah, like um, yes, people were in like in love with inanimate objects. Yeah, like I I watched I watched I think it was Taboo this particular episode on Taboo, and these people were in love. Like this chick was in love with the bridge, <gasps> and this other lady was in love with a. Ferris wheel that was like out of commission, so it wasn't even oh. like a standing Ferris wheel. It was like a section of a Ferris wheel. Ooh. And there was another girl who was in love with the Eiffel Tower and wanted to marry it. <gasps> but France was like, no, you can't <laughs> legally marry this part of the Eiffel Tower. Right. And we can't allow that. You can't get like a marriage certificate and you can't have someone officiate it. Like you can't do that. And she was heartbroken and she didn't understand why she couldn't marry the Eiffel Tower. That's a sad tale. It is a sad tale. But guess who did get married? Uh, Ferris wheel lady. <gasps> there was like a lavish ceremony. She married the I broken. Not. <laughs> she, she married a decommissioned section oh of a Ferris wheel. And I just did it leave her for the Eiffel Tower. This was a different lady. <laughs> and I want everyone out there to know that if you're lonely and you're going through a hard time and you feel like there's no one out there for you, just know that there could be a lonely bridge or a Ferris wheel, some type of rebar. Highway you know? overpass. Ooh. Overpass. Sexy. You know how sexually open and available overpasses are? A lot of them are decorated with graffiti. That's hot. A lot of people. It's been, if you're if you're into yeah. tattoos, yeah. Like, there is love out there <laughs> for everyone, tattoos. everyone, whether it be a tree, 
or a or decommissioned a, yeah. piece of amusement park equipment. Something about that, like, it must have been a great conversationalist or something, or, like, she was into, like, you know, broke, run down, like, dirty, like, you know, <laughs> there's something about it that she was, like, this person, this, this, I don't know what this thing. I feel like you're making unfair assumptions about this section of the Ferris wheel. You're right. It could have been a strong religious man that (laughs) had good ideals and wanted six children. Yeah. I want to know who proposed. Yeah. Oh. Like who proposed Hmm. the Ferris wheel or the lady, you know, and like they'll never have a bad date story ever. No, you're right. That's just happiness. Match made in heaven. It's perfect. Wow, I'm kind of jealous. Maybe I should go to an amusement Yeah, maybe we should all (laughs) date Ferris wheels. Or roller coasters. Don't, yeah, don't discriminate. Yeah, who are we? Who are we to say? There's the strong man game where you hit it with a hammer. Oh, don't even get me started. (laughs) Yeah, you like Yeah, on the strong man game. (laughs) I used to run one of those games. You did? Yeah. What did you have to wear? Uh, they gave me like an old timey. <laughs> it, it was for like this private traveling festival thing that was promoting uh, vapes. This was back when vapes were a yeah. completely Everywhere. unheard of thing. Um, and they gave me like one of those old timey little flat straw hats, <laughs> like little black flat hats with like the the candy stripe uh, suit and vest. Wow. Like a little little bamboo cane. Oh my god! And they had me I juggling the whole package. Like a barber shop kind of quartet. Yeah, so yeah, sort of. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh. I mean that that Amazing. should attract. <laughs> like. Did you sing and do a little dance number? Uh, I juggled. I said, "Come on, come on, try your strength." See, it's, oh, it's play a game of skill. It's you they fall in love with. <laughs> they see the guy running the strongman game in the little vest and. I mean, I'm getting just. <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm the I'm the game's wingman. Oh, a game's wingman. Step what? step right up. You introduce them <laughs> yep. to the game. That was your literal also, job. Also, title. if you ever ask me to be your wingman, that is what I will do. <laughs> we'll go to the bar. <laughs> step right up, ladies and gents. Come one, come all. Oh my God. <laughs> I need that to happen soon. I know. As sure as the wax on my mustache, my friend can. Give you a good time. Can you imagine? Someone goes on a date and you that guy shows up. <laughs> like, <laughs> just the weirdest hype man ever. Yeah. Come with a cane of spinning and you're stepping up and they just pop out of nowhere. And oh, I my feel God. Like I see you're on a date friend. with my dear yeah. friend Matt. May I recommend this cocktail and this conversation topic? I'm sorry. I'm not like that. <laughs> That's a... Tap dance number out. <laughs> have you guys ever had weird, like, wingman stories? Like, either on either side... Like to where you're setting up your friend, or you they... other than the time I was blamed other than... for my friend taking home the wrong girl. Oh yeah, see, so <laughs> the bad wingman, bad wingman. <laughs> I um, I, I did think of to be one. Fair. To be yes. fair, earlier in the night he started a fight and I got him out of it. So okay, you <laughs> redeemed good wingman duty. He pulling your friend out of the fight. Well, see, you did good. You redeemed your <laughs> terrible <laughs> thing that you did nothing wrong for, right? <laughs> Nothing. No, but um, so my friend uh, liked this girl. You know, he was like, she's pretty cute. I'm like, okay, cool. And I knew one of her friends. So I thought I would, you know, me- make this happen, set this up. And so I went, to, I went to her friend and was like, hey, my friend likes your friend, blah, blah, blah. Let's get this going. And she was like, oh, cool. So it happened. And they 
got together, like we were all kind of there. And the first thing that this girl says to my friend is, hey, I think you're spicy. (laughs) (laughs) And he proceeds to say, I also think you're spicy. And they actually started dating. Oh, my gosh. Were they well spiced? Oh, they were (laughs) dripping with spice. They'd been seasoned? Yeah, I I, I seasoned him pre, because I knew she was a spice See, that's a good wingman. Yeah, you got to spice your friends. Come on. Yeah. little salt and pepper. Paprika on top. Whatever it takes. That's a good wingman. I have an extremely awkward wingman story. I went on a date with this guy, and it went well. And... um, I was ready to kind of like, okay, it was a great date. You know, I'll see you next time. I wanted to see him again. We made plans to see each other again. And because I had already had plans with um, three, no, wait, one, two, three, four, four, four. We had a girl's night planned already. And so the date was kind of like more of a last minute thing. And so I told him that already. I was like, look, I really like you. I'm not like, you know, decking out on you. Like we had this planned, all my girlfriends and I, but, you know, I'll see you later this week. Had a great time. So he says, okay, so I'm, I'm en route to meet up with my girlfriends. It was like a big, it was going to be like a group of us, like what, including me, about five of us or so. And all of a sudden this guy calls me, he's like, hey, I just want you to know that, you know, I had such a great time with you and I know you're meeting your girlfriends and, you know, um, I, I did you a favor since I know you and y'all, you're hot single lady friends are going to be out at this particular bar. I invited like five of my <gasps> single guy friends and we're going to meet y'all there. Oh. So I was like, oh, oh gosh. Okay. Well, all right, whatever. Fine. <laughs> sure. Why not? I get there and I'm waiting and waiting and he shows up with his horde of horny, eligible, oh. you know, single and ready to mingle guy friends. And None of my girlfriends showed up. Oh. Two of them were sisters, and they, like, sent me some lame thing, like, oh, we forgot. We have to, like, hang out with our mom. We made plans with her. My other one said she wasn't feeling well. The other <laughs> one was like, oh, I'm so tired. And I was like, you don't understand what's happened. I'm sitting here in a bar with, like, five or six single dudes, and they've all been promised chicks. You have to come out. Like, you have to. Did they... Did they know that that had happened before they'd canceled? Like, was that the reason? No, they, they had no idea. No, huh. that, that, no, I did not tell them that was happening. No, they found that out when they all randomly and separately canceled on me for whatever dumb reason. Oh, so God. I was in deep water. So, of course, this guy I was still on date with, because here I am bragging about all, all my friends mm-hmm. and how they're great. And I'm just so excited to see them. He's like, what the <gasps> hell? Where oh, are your friends? He thought you were lying to him. Well, I I think so. I'm not sure. But, like, he was kind of feeling pressure because all his dude friends, like, got drug out of their man caves and were promised women. And, you know, so I don't know. Maybe he did think I was lying. Yeah. He probably did think I was lying. Like, yeah, my friends I got to hang out with. So I desperately began, like, texting and calling all every chick that I knew. I was like, please, God, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Only one came out, and she, her name, her name is a uh, car. That's her actual name. Like C A R car. And it's K A R R. Oh. And she is like a 
ride or die homie. Because she was like one of my only friends that wasn't fucking single. <laughs> this girl was like with the love of her life or whatever, but she felt so bad for me. Wow. And she was like in bed, exhausted. Oh, wow. And when I told her what happened, she was like, God, she's like, I can't let you deal with that alone. So she came out exhausted, like engaged and not even wow. totally interested in meeting any guys. But she came out and was very polite and cordial and just like, so I wasn't alone we in the alone, situation. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I should send her a fruit basket. <laughs> I know this happened like years ago, but I'm Did- going to send her something because that just reminds me of how amazing she was. So she was an amazing wingman. That's incredible. And all of my wingmen like let me down yeah no i don't think i have i know anyone that's that good of a person just in general yeah, that's like yeah. that's next level friendship I i had a a wing woman once who was uh pretty generous like that although um it's sort of different when your wing woman is a lesbian because <laughs> like our plan was to to go to the bar and find uh, girls that we both thought were attractive. Okay. And then, nice. like, if one of us got shot down, then maybe the other would have a chance. Nice. Good yeah. odds. Good odds. So I like that. That did makes sense. Um, did either of you do well? No. Okay. But uh, I think uh, the girls seem to find it charming because, like, I got much more positive turndowns than usual. Well, that. Oh, well, that's <laughs> yeah. See. Nice. Positivity. That's good. So moral of the story is all you hetero dudes out there have a lesbian wing woman. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. The medicine goes. And then at least one of you might get a date. Right. (laughs) She probably got many numbers last night. You might not, but she will. (laughs) Then you can be happy for her. She's like, you poor bastard. I I do this all the time. I have the system. She probably took you to a lesbian bar. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Wait. Did that happen? Was there like a strong like lesbian community that she could have? Playing the Indigo Girls. Uh, there are lots of maybe. Subarus in the parking lot. Maybe that's why you didn't get a date. It's possible. They a lot of vegans and rescue dog owners. But don't a lot of straight girls like that don't want to be bothered to go to lesbian bars? That's a... um sometimes I guess. Hmm. But look, let me tell you something. You're still gonna get head on. Okay. I was gonna so, say yeah. Like you don't. Like, you just go to a lesbian bar if you don't want to get hit on by a dude. Yeah, you, you get know? hit on like, but gonna, by women. You still get hit on, probably. They're in it to win it. Like, yeah. So they, they, out, they don't dude, want to be bothered by guys, but they still want free drinks. Ah. Mm. Mm. Perhaps. Mm. You know, it's for so many things to research and, <laughs> and ask and inquire. I wonder, I wonder if there's a term for that. Like, we have cloaking now, but I oh. wonder if there's a term for... Hmm. You know, Maybe skimming, just go you're just skimming, skimming the pool of of this other sexual preference just to get drinks. But just skimming. I don't know. Do, do guys do that? Do you think guys go to 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 gay hmm. bars where it's predominantly men to get free drinks? I want. Do you have you done that? No, I haven't. But because that's I'm where sure. women go if they don't want to get hit on by men, they go to a they gay go to a gay bar, bar. gay gay men. Yeah, yeah. That... because then you can dance and have a, a jolly old time, and you're not going to get fucked with. Right, and you still could get free <laughs> you're drinks. You're not going to get drunk. No, you won't. No, you won't. But okay. You're not. <laughs> like I would drag you two with me. Y'all will get the drinks. You give the drinks to me, 
and then we all have a good time. Sorry, y'all may feel a little awkward, but I'll have a great time. So I know what we're doing tomorrow. So y'all are my <laughs> wingmen. Yeah. We're going to a gay bar. Great. All right, yes. In yes, college, yes, I had a course on sexuality. This was in Canada. And one of Canadian course on sexuality. One of our like Hold field down. trips was the class went to a gay bar. <laughs> Wait. And they had like cages for us to dance in and stuff. It was it was actually a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. What the hell? That's is, is this a, I would recommend it. Wait, Five stars. Is this a true story? Yeah. Canada. Go Canada. Canada. That's badass. Yeah, Canada. They're like, we're gonna learn. I'm still first of all, Wait, you took I field like trips in college? Right was this college? It wasn't like officially sanctioned, but the teacher like suggested Arranged. it, and the class went. Okay, so it was more of a like. Yeah, it wasn't required. Oh, okay. It was, it was like. I was like, you have here's a thing you could do if you feel like it. The teacher did not come. Yeah. 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 I feel yeah. If the professor came, I feel like that'd be a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Probably illegal. Canada's laws are different, right? A little bit. Yeah. Huh. Wow, interesting. That's, I, I'm intrigued. But you got in the cage and danced. Yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. <laughs> did you get free drinks and no money? <laughs> like, what did you learn out of this college field trip? Um, what would you say you gained? <laughs> I mean, just cage dancing. That it was theory. a lot of fun. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get any free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> no one threw money. Dang it. Was it boys and girls? Yeah. All of you? Okay. Yeah, and the club was huh. just generally inclusive. Can you imagine, like, a group of people walks in, like, hi, we're here on a field trip. This is our homework assignment. This is an educational field trip. Huh. Wow. We were all, like, early 20s. It was, like, a third-year drama course. It was in the acting, through the acting program for some reason. Wait, it, I, I thought it was sex ed. You had a sex ed course? <laughs> no, no, it was, like, oh. a sexuality through history and in theater, but it was just really general. It wasn't, like, okay. theater-specific at all. Great. Okay. But, I mean, we huh. did cover, like, uh, what was it? This is Strata. Is that the one where the women of Troy stop a war by refusing sex? To the Ooh. male population, like like there it were plays that we looked again. at. That... So that has a term. Yeah. Where people in LA do that too. <laughs> <laughs> so if any of you lovely listeners out there have a Canadian cage dancing <laughs> story that you would like to share with us, or or a wingman story, or any bad date story in general, don't forget to call us at eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. I do have another Canadian story though. Unless, oh, unless we have another caller, I can, oh, I can wait. Boy. All right, <clears throat> Canadians are coming. Um, it's just you. they're coming. So, uh, I think I was nineteen, twenty. It doesn't matter. Um, but uh, one of my friends wanted to go to a, a strip club for her birthday, mm -hmm. and I'd only ever seen strip clubs on TV, and they're always American. Yeah, when they're on TV, right? Um, and Americans have small denomination paper bills. Canadians don't. We have one and two dollar coins, and they're big. They're hefty. They're hefty coins. Oh. So I'm just imagining like a bunch of half-dressed women with like little circular bruises all over their body. Oh my god! Like how, how chucking coins? How does that work? Like <laughs> yeah. The, how do you? There. Do, do they have like little card <laughs> streamers by the at the edge of the stage? You just swipe your credit card and it deducts a dollar for every swipe? You make it hail. She's like, whoa! Yeah. You don't make it rain, you make it hail and you chuck coins at just, their naked bodies. Woo! Like, ow, ow, ow. 
<laughs> that sounds awful. But uh, <clears throat> no, actually, uh, it turns out they get shot glasses and they will hold the shot glass like in their cleavage oh. or like in their butt cleavage. That's clever. And they'll challenge you to try to get the coin into the shot glass. Oh my God, it's like a carnival game. Yes, and if you get it in, you get a prize. What do you get? Um, it depends uh, how much the girl likes you and how long oh, you've been at it. Wow. I.e. how much money you've thrown before finally okay, getting one in. But uh, usually a poster. Of like, oh, you actually get prizes. Yeah, you actually oh. get a prize. Oh my god! It's like a god. poster of the girl, like Canadian from a. Strip uh, clubs. What do you call it? We not a, not a lingerie. Canada. We're going to Canada. I say that, but I want to go. <laughs> Canada strip clubs. What do you have against Canada? Gay bars. <laughs> but uh, it turns out the reason my my friend had wanted to go there was she knew one of the girls from when she used to work at Kinko's. The girl would come <laughs> in all the time, like. <laughs> To her early morning shifts. So she'd just gotten to Kinko's, hadn't had her coffee. Someone comes in, perfectly normal looking girl, hands her a thumb drive. She plugs it in, just boom, vagina. It's like, oh, it's too early for this. Oh, my God. That's so great. (laughs) It's too early for this. So if you work at a Kinko's in Canada, be prepared to print some naughty materials. Wow. I feel like if you work anywhere where you know... Someone's about to hand over, like, you know, back in the, you know, dark ages when people used to develop film. Like, yep. <laughs> I feel like that's just, you're just prepared for that, right? The you're confidence. Yeah, you have to walk in knowing what's on your camera or whatever. Like, you're about to see my butt and you're about to see me, you know, doing about whatever. To see my butt or worse, yeah, my or worse, you could have forgotten that those photos were on there. Ooh. I feel like that's got to be a lot of stories yeah. right there. If you're gonna hand over an SD card, a flash drive, whatever you're handing over, just you need to take a minute, check anything first. Anything could be on there, right? Or you show up to class with the wrong flash drive, and like, here's oh. my class project. It's my butt. It's a bunch of nudes. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? And this is a home yes, I actually yeah. I took a photography so class. Dad and Prius. <laughs> I took a photography class, and some of the some of the students were extremely artsy. Ah, they oh, did really like artsy. elegant nudes. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, elegant nudes. The elegant nudes. I wonder if that's ever been like a pickup line. Like, hey, I'm a photographer. Oh I my do. god, yeah. And then like, oh, I but I elegant nudes. Elegant nudes. You I've seem. Been, I'm an elegant. Artist. Would you be interested in getting nude? <laughs> oh my god. Has that line worked? Uh, not that for, was... not for me. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> yes. yes, you have. Every photography student. <laughs> yeah. I was an art student in college and I got a lot of people naked. <laughs> it's true. I'd be like, I'm taking a life drawing class and I have to draw the human body in, in the nude. Mm-hmm. And everyone said yes to me. Like I was afraid of my own power. It's because you're a redhead. I think, it's, yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's class like, are you just making these people up? Cause you had to present your work in class. Yeah. Every class. And they were like, we can't find anyone who will, like, let us draw them naked. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, literally, I just ask. And they're dropping men and women. And, like, these were, like, my friends. And, like, I felt uncomfortable even asking mm-hmm. them. I didn't want to see any of them naked. But they were just like, oh, well, of course, if it's for your art, Megan. Oh, Absolutely. I love like, that. Really? And, I mean, these were, like, shy people. These were, like, virgins and super Christians and people who didn't even like to be in bathing suits. Like, you can't even imagine, dude. Like, and all of a sudden, they're like, oh, well, it's, if it's for your art. I mean, everyone got naked for me. And one time, so many people wanted me to draw them nude that I was sitting there um, feeling very uncomfortable but yet 
doing it because it was my art project. I had four naked people sitting because I had them come to my dorm room. Yeah. You know, and they were all piled on my bed like in like some Grecian poses, like two dudes and two wow. chicks just sitting there. And I was like, is everyone like really cool with this? Like, because I feel like I'm the only uncomfortable right. one here. They're like, well, I said that I would help you. And they just like, I'm like, well, I already have someone. Well, I'll pose with her. I'll pose with him. Cool. I was like, really? I, and these drawings are somewhere. Now, I think they're like at my mom's house. <laughs> you <laughs> in have, the attic. You have some sort of magic power that. I do. People are I just have, like, yes, yeah, sure. I'll take my clothes off. Right. And sometimes most of the time I don't even have to ask them. like. Ma'am, do you want me to take my clothes off? <laughs> shall we fornicate? Shall you have my children? I'm like, what? No, I, no I'm not the wow. bank, yo. <laughs> it's, yeah, it is surprising to hear that many people are just down to, like, be a nude art model. Like, I know. That's cool. I took drawing classes in college, and uh, one of the models turned out to be the uh, graduation photo photographer. <laughs> <laughs> and I only found out... I because uh, toward the end of the class, the uh, I was only in my first year, but there were some girls in there who were in their last year. Yeah. And so they were graduating that year, and they'd gone. And apparently he had ruined their graduation photos because oh. uh, the moment he took the photo was the moment they had realized. And so the expressions on their graduation <laughs> photo was just, how do I know him? <laughs> he how looks do familiar. I, he looks Oh, and that was when he took the photo. That is incredible. That's hilarious. Oh my god. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's uncomfy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so art class it's it's where it's at. I was an, a nude art model one time, but I was a one-on-one -on -one with an artist that I knew for a very long time and I trusted very good person. But I I don't I don't know. I don't think I could ever like pose for an entire class. Yeah. But yeah. And the art was amazing. And I never once felt weird. But I wondered if, like, like, is it more or less weird if you know the person versus not knowing them at all? Oh, I, I feel like it's more weird. So much more weird. Yeah. Like, if my friend was sitting there drawing me naked, it would be, like, so much more weird for me. <laughs> It was it I, it was weird for me, but I didn't know if that was maybe just like a me thing because when with when we had the strangers come in in our art class, I wasn't really bothered by it. But my friends, I was like, you know, trying to be like making an awkward conversation. I'm like, so how did how did the I had a yeah, I got to be on the test. It's so great. Like you know, it trying was, to do small talk. The conversation our, makes it worse too. One of our recurring art models was like a um, an elementary school teacher. Nice. And she she like loved. She was like a nudist. Oh. She was like, I love being nude and I can be free here and all this stuff because she could you know she could never let the parents of her students. Sure. Know. Yeah. So she was actually fun to draw, but I think that's the only time I really super free spirited. Enjoyed. Yeah. One of the exercises they had us do was. Um, uh, a quick series of poses. So they had the model come in and just ask them to, you know, change position every few minutes. Yeah. And this one girl was apparently in gymnastics or something because she started doing some bending and like weird eagle. bending. Oh, spread eagles. Is that a gymnastics <laughs> like term? Like back bridge and <laughs> like standing splits where you put your legs straight up. <laughs> Gymnast, just gymnast yeah. things. <laughs> Oh my Gym, god. Nude gymnast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's gotta be its own. That's gotta be its own photography series. Absolutely. Somewhere. After one of the classes, we'd had a male model that day. Um 
my friend came over to me and said, uh, did, did the teacher come around and give you tips on your drawing? And I'm like, yeah, she's a teacher. It's what she does. <laughs> and uh, he's just like looking at his at his work. He's got his brow all furrowed. He seems a little upset. He's oh. like, she criticized my penis. <laughs> I'm like, did, did you just... Did you hear what you just said? It's like the one I was drawing. You know what I mean? But that sentence is incredible. Yeah, yeah that's yes, but it's but so uh, so appropriate. Oh yeah, for the situ. That wasn't for the situ. <laughs> I love. Oh yes, but you know what? I I I want to know all you artists and art models out there. Like, has this ever led to dates? Yeah. Know? Like, has it ever led to dates? Where like you, the model and the artist, like Pygmalion, you know, like they're feeling each other maybe, and like he's creating this thing, and you know, this beautiful <laughs> image, and then she just is overwhelmed by it, and like, or is that just too weird? Like you've already seen me naked, we can never date now because, hmm. you know, I wonder. I want to know all you artists and art models out there. I want to hear your date stories. I want to hear all your bad date stories because there is a correlation between artists art models and the art that results from these uh, these uh comings together yeah there's, i don't say there's I don't gotta know if be, that'd be a good situation wouldn't there be like a lot of pressure to constantly be amused hmm well no I inspire mean, me it's quite easy, huh? <laughs> yeah it's like you know to be amused and whatnot amuse <laughs> just living my life being myself we are not amused. Oh, yeah i want to hear because i yeah i've never done any nude art modeling i've only been but you're artist. a redhead oh you're right <laughs> what am i doing i i should shave my head i i gotta go home <laughs> and shave i can't be None a redhead applies to you we have gingers <laughs> yeah we have our own set of rules and proud of it and spe speaking of us being the exception to the rule i'm this is going to be an experiment i'm about to tell you guys some statistics and i want to say See, if okay. you as a redhead, because yep. I know my numbers, mm -hmm. based on these numbers, they are nothing alike, but maybe our little Berklefish over here, <laughs> Mr. Pickle. That's you. Here's some statistics. That's me. Again, this is from that article, like men and women, what the, the shit they have to go through before they find the one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number of relationships, average woman, seven, average man, eight. Hmm. This is average number of relationships before they find the one. Okay. So that's pretty close, right? Disaster dates, surprisingly low. Four and four. It's equal. So it's even. Only four bad dates on average. Until you find the one? Well, right. I mean, like, disaster I mean, is a big word. Is, is disaster <laughs> the term they used when asking the disaster question? Disaster dates, yeah. Well, there could be, like, awkward dates, but then, like, really bad dates. Like, the... Right. the chest urination story that is considered a bad date you show up to a bar and they're 70 years old that's a that's a bad one he has no teeth yeah so you have three more after that because i'm not sure i've ever really had a disaster but i've definitely had bad dates well speaking of bad dates blind dates women Ooh. two men three stood up on a date women one men two online dates Women, two. Men, three. Men are in the lead. Yep, we're winning. Number of kisses. Women, 15. Men, 16. I think that's a weird huh. question. 15 and 16. Sexual partners. Here's the good stuff. Oh. Women, seven. Men, 10. Up by three. One night stands. That's surprising. Women, four. Men, six. 
That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> is that a lot? Is that a lot? I feel like that's a lot. I feel like that's a lot. That's the one week question. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, there's ginger a lot. Yeah, yeah we have a different. Relationships year or less. Women three, men four. Relationships year or more. Women two, men two. Hmm. Got a tie. We have hmm. a tie. All the, okay, and the rest are all ties with partners lived with, one. Yeah. Falling in love, two. Heartbreak, two. Times cheated on one, hmm. and times you were the cheater one. So it's almost so, it's almost even across the board. To to me, that more than a year one sounded low. But again, like I keep meeting people who want to get married as soon as yeah. It's like until like, you is, find the one. Is that was that low for you or high? Mm, I feel like actually no. I feel that's pretty accurate actually because most of the people oh, okay. I know that are in like. That have been and are in long relationships. It's a it's a couple, it's a couple of long ones and a couple of. I had a friend who just dated so many, so so many in high school and like it was like every other. I, w- I don't want to say every other week, but like every other <laughs> month was like a new girl and What's I. What's his name? I can't say. <laughs> I'll call him Richard. <laughs> Dick was Dick. his nickname, <laughs> and like that's fine. But yeah, like his. He wasn't a redhead, actually. Mm, that's his problem. Oh, should have been a redhead. Yeah. See. Hmm. That's but right. those those statistics, I feel like also the men and women. I was surprised that they were so even. I know. I mean, it's yeah. Who would have thought? You know, we always think we're so different. Like, oh, men and women so different. We can never see eye to eye. But really, it's this is a lesson in equality. We're actually all the same, you know, fighting the yeah. same battles, going through the same things. Yeah. We all kind of want the same thing. Huzzah! At least that's what I assume normal people are thinking and going through. My numbers are like <laughs> yeah. 10 times every one of those numbers. All over the place. Yeah. Hmm. Just saying. Well, now I gotta ask everybody I know, like, every single one of those questions, like, what are your numbers? How many times have you been heartbroken? Another yes. another fun you have time for a survey. Yeah, can you take a survey? Speaking of a survey, that reminded me of like I was gonna talk about a friend group that I was talking about. Oh, I'm afraid that is all the time we have for today. It sure Hold is. that story until next week because I wanna know. I will. And I would love to thank everyone out there for listening. Thanks to our callers. And thanks for joining me in the studio today, Berkeley Pickle and Matt Swain. My pleasure. For the best, best job ever. Great time. Write down and save all your juicy stories. Don't forget to join us next week here on BBS Radio 4 to 6. A wonderful day.